You're waking up with Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1. You know those gender reveal parties? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not getting enough of those on social media. <laughs> yeah, please. Well, sometimes they're, I mean, sometimes they're done well. Like Jason Aldean, when he did it with the, the softballs and his daughters hit them and then revealed the sex of their next baby. There was one in Arizona done by a guy who, um, he's a Border Patrol agent, and he used uh, Tannerite, which is an explosive, to reveal the fact that they were going to have a girl, and he shot into the air, and it caused a 47,000-acre wildfire that cost $8 million. He's being fined $220,000. He is remorseful. He says, worst day of my life, not a good decision. Well, yeah. And here's how he's paying it back. Uh, he has to dip into his retirement fund to hand over $100,000. He will then make payments of $500 a month. I'm sorry, $500 a year for 20 years. And then he also has to do a, do a public service announcement and community service. Wow. Oh, well, what was the What was the gender? It's a girl. Girl. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Great. Could have just, just gone with that and saved all that money. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe post it on social media. It didn't cost anything. Oh wow. <laughs> There's a part of me that actually kind of feels bad for him because I know it's a mistake. That, that's what he said. He said he shouldn't have done it on such a windy day. Windy day. And he says, in the future, everybody else, please leave out the Tannerite. It's not, not a good thing to do. You think? Tanner Wright sounds like a kid that would be on your youth soccer team. Boy, that Tanner Wright, he's a good little ball player, isn't he? I was going to say the awful kid. That's what that sounds like. Tanner Wright's me. Well, Cody, now that you're back dating, you're back out there. Here are five types of women guys should avoid dating. Hopefully you don't fall into any of these categories. Number one, the man-hater. Oh, no, not me. Okay. She's always abrasive and eventually critical of every single man she meets. Oh, absolutely. I know a few of those types. Do you? Oh, yeah. And have oh, they, they been, exist. Have they been successful? No. No, of course not. <laughs> uh, two, the princess syndrome. Huh. Thinking you're like a diva? Always dolled up, always manicured just right, not a scratch on you, not a hair out of place, just so. Gotcha. Uh-huh. That is definitely not me. Okay. That just makes the one time, the first time the guy sees you without makeup, all that much more alarming. Number three, the crippin', crippin', the insecure lady. Gotcha. She uh, has kind of a callus outside, but inside it's like there's a lot of self-doubt. Don't let that be you. Not really me. Okay. Maybe in certain areas, yes, but not not overall. The wannabe trophy digger. Oh, no. She, she needs to get a job because she's looking for a rich boy to take care of her every single need. No, no even in I your stories about dating, I, I hear you say many times how you split the check and that's not what you're looking for. That would not be you. And don't be the clinger. I think of all all my dating experiences, that's the one I hated the most. Oh, yeah. I don't think I'm the clinger. Maybe I have been, but I'm certainly not. Is a clinger, is that a physical clinger, or could that also be, like, constantly texting, constantly oh, yeah. checking up? Well, that's, that's one of the traits. In fact, in the description, that's one of the things they say. And then they end by saying, and this is true, she's the equivalent of the needy guy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it goes hand in hand. A guy or a girl can be clinging. Of those five, would you say, uh, stark honesty, do you fit any of those categories at all? Maybe insecure, but not really. So I think I'm good. I'm ready to date, y'all. Okay, good. So what, there was never excessive texting or anything like that? or No. 
Why did you say that so softly? <laughs> now I'm starting to go through my whole relationship, and I'm like, what did I do wrong? <laughs> and we're right back in the insecure. <laughs> Coming up with Pat and Tom. You know what, Cody? Everybody's insecure. True. Get out there and make it happen. All right. Back to the big question, and again, up for grabs. We got uh, tickets for the PBR coming back to Golden One Center January 25th through the 27th. Big debate last night because the elections are coming out. State of California. What kind of debate, Cody? Uh, I forget it all right. Gubernatorial. 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 Again, what a fantastic word. So the two candidates faced off. A lot of questions. Who was the moderator? Surprise moderator. Name him. Hi there. Go right ahead. What's your guess? Alan Trebek. I'm sorry, what? Alan Trebek. Alan Trebek? And what does he do? From Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune. Alan Trebek from Wheel of Fortune. No, sorry. Thank you very much for calling. All right, bye bye. Hi, was it Alex Trebek? Yes, Alex Trebek from Jeopardy. Congratulations. Nice job. That is Karen from Davis. And so she wins the family four-pack of tickets to the PBR. And the Washington Post said it didn't go well because somewhere in the middle, Alex Trebek decided he needed to go off about the Catholic Church and some of the things that happened. And he went to a private high school. For three years, he said there are a bunch of boys there, and we all lived together. And had any of them been abused by a priest, they would have talked, and nothing like that ever went on. He, he brought that up in the what? middle of the debate. Yeah, he kind of did it on his own. The wash, and if you, and some of the comments came rolling in about, you know, why is Alec? This isn't a game show. He's supposed to be asking questions about the state of Pennsylvania, so the weird. welfare, the economy. And I guess both of the candidates kind of looked at each other like, uh, uh, and then finally one of them just said, Shut on it for back. You ever watched a show and thought, man, that just, that, I don't like the ending at all. Now you might be able to change it. Netflix is getting involved with something called interactive TV, allowing viewers to choose how the journey unfolds, how the show wow. goes. You can't wait to the end, though. You have to kind of pick it in the beginning. Okay. And they have alternate endings. They, uh, they are doing it already with an animated show, and now they are putting it into play for one of their more popular series. Uh, Cody, do you watch Black Mirror? Oh, yeah. I've seen every episode. Okay, well, you now can choose the ending. And they say by the time 2019 rolls around, they should have 10 to 12 shows where you're able, as a viewer, to get on interactive TV via Netflix huh. and choose the ending. That's pretty cool, actually. Yep. One more reason to get Netflix, I guess. Yeah, Tom, you're the you, only one who doesn't have Netflix. Netflix, honest to God, reminds me of, like, it's the new name brand all the cool kids have. And, like, <laughs> HBO are the JCPenney version of the jeans, and, and yep. like, just basic cable is or like the pants you get at the dollar store. <laughs> you know, it's I have to give it to Netflix, though. I mean, they are putting out great you content. You guys have been talking and talking and talking about Ozarks. That's another Netflix show. I went to try and watch an, an episode last night. Everything's on Netflix. It's $7.99 a month. Come on, man. Yeah. It's not me. It's my wife. Ozark, atypical. I know. There's Maybe so many. murder. Um, this new this is endless. Pick your ending. Pick your end, whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd have that in real life for certain situations. Oh like, it didn't go so well. I think I'm going to go back and change that around. It's a great idea. I love it. You are going to get a text today from President Trump, and so are you, and you, and you. We all are. Did you hear today? about this? Yes, today at, I think, 11, 11 18 hour time. And this okay. is from the Federal Emergency Management Agency, and this is a new nationwide alert system that every president from here on out is going to have access to in the event of a serious 
national emergency. Okay. They'll be able to send a text out if, if missiles are coming in or if there's been a severe earthquake in, in a particular city or there's a, an impending tsunami, something of nat- national importance. Right. Uh, the president himself or herself will be able to send out that tweet to everybody in America. Now, they already have, like, emergency notifications that go out on cell phones, but those are all kind of regionally based. Oh, okay. This is the one that's going to be nationally based. This is for everybody, mm-hmm. and it's it's not to be abused. President Trump isn't going to be, you know, texting something out to let you know a Yo, tweet storm's up? coming. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nothing like that. Uh, it, it, again, it's only supposed to be used in the, in the most dire of circumstances. And at 11.18 this morning, our time, you will be getting a text message from him. Okay. Yes. That's such a All random right. time. My question is that I read, a re- I read a report, Tom, online, and everything I read online is true. Yeah. yeah. I know that. So I know that, like, Bigfoot's got a uh, got a deal. It's got a, his own HBO special coming on Thursday. Bigfoot's driving a Prius now. I don't know if you knew that. There's, no, I've seen it. Actually, it's in our parking lot. Uh, but uh, the report I read said October 3rd, which would be tomorrow. Okay, so tomorrow at 11.18, everybody is going to get a text message from... <laughs> is it tomorrow? October 3rd. Well, it's a good thing I'm not running that. <laughs> That's why I'm not in charge of the emergency well, alert system. At this midterm election, vote for Tom. Yeah, it's definitely tomorrow. He may have things a little upside down, but God, he's fun. <laughs> New Country 105.1. Hey, Tom's Hot Nashville Minute. Tony. Fans who are attending Garth Brooks' Notre Dame show on October 20th will now have the chance to tailgate ahead of the show with his wife, Trisha Yearwood, which is pretty cool. The singer and author is hosting her very own tailgate where fans can taste seven of her recipes, as well as a signature drink for the show called Autumn in a Cup. There will also be TV showing other college games, as well as classic um, tailgate games like Cornhole. The only downside is tickets cost $65, but for food and games with her, count me in. I'm going to guess that they're giving that money to charity. It's just probably. It seems like it doesn't say, but maybe, yeah. And what an awesome name for a drink. What do you got there? Autumn in a Cup. (laughs) That makes me want it. Jimmy Allen, who played our Nashville in the Neighborhood last week, is one of the more recognizable newcomers in country music right now. He's a good dude, excellent songwriter, fantastic voice, tours constantly. And by the way, he's black, which is apparently still a problem for some people. He didn't go into detail, but on Saturday, Jimmy tweeted out, and I quote, Every day, I choose to love those who dislike me based on my skin color. And he included the hashtags rise above and love. In his replies, he's gotten a ton of messages of support, including from one Wheeler Walker Jr. If you're unfamiliar with Wheeler, he's a country singer comedian who can be a little bit vulgar. Vulgar or not, Wheeler's a good guy. He's got his friends back when they need it. Case in point, Wheeler's reply to Jimmy which we cannot repeat here on the air, but you can go to our website and check it out because it'll be up for a little while. (laughs) Or Tom gets in trouble. Zach Brown's going to help Mickey Mouse celebrate his 90th birthday. There is a two-hour special that will air November the 4th, and it's all about Mickey Mouse songs and Disney stuff, and so Zach and his band will sing Bare Necessities from the Jungle Book. Megan Trainer will be on us, so will Kristen Bell and Sarah Hyland. For more about this, go ahead to our website at KNCIFM.com. Hi, this is Gary. Now, the good stuff with Pat and Tom. Nine years ago, Reese O'Neill and Lindsay Patterson went on a very first date. So where do you go when you're on your first date? Lindsay? We went on a date. I think it was at Margarita's in town. Took her in town for Margarita's, and halfway through the date, he realized 
he had promised his parents he would plant a bunch of trees, and he had forgotten one. So he said, hey, um, do you mind running back with me? And she said, no, I guess not. So they went back to his parents' house, and he planted the last peach tree. Then he took her home. Afterwards, his parents asked him how the date went, and he said, eh, okay, I guess. Lindsay was pretty much the same way with her friends, said, I guess he's all right. Last Saturday was the nine-year anniversary of planting that tree. It yielded its first fruit, and the first peach was eaten by their one-year-old son, Waldo. What a, we, I'm sorry, what a great name for a kid. I love that name. <laughs> Waldo, where's Waldo? And here was, uh, here's how they uh, assessed uh, Waldo's eating that first uh, peach that came off the tree. He wasn't really sold on the whole kind of romance of it. He took a bite and let him roll down the Yeah, tree. he did. He threw it. <laughs> Waldo took a bite and then threw the peach away. I'm done with it. <laughs> you want to see the story and a picture? On our website, knciFM.com. You get to change the ending of one movie. Name it. Um, I would say, well, I mentioned earlier, um, No Country for Old Men, but a, a more contemporary movie. Uh, uh, I just watched it not too long ago with John Krasinski, uh, A Quiet Place. Okay. Good movie overall. I'm not going to say exactly what happens because there may be some who haven't seen it yet. Good movie. Even the ending was good, but there was like one part that I would just kind of tweak a little bit. What about you, Pat? Um, I've got two. The first would be three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. I don't know if you've seen it. But that D-bag in the bar, I want to know that when they're on their way to yeah. see him, that they get rid of him, yep. that they waste him. And the other one would be, okay, I'm with you on this one, uh, Cody. Uh, this is me, because I told you, sometimes I like happy endings, sometimes I don't. Right. 16 candles. There's no way. <laughs> no, you're going Wait. With this. I don't even want to know what What? Where am say. I going? <laughs> Where am I headed? <laughs> This is going to be some reference to Molly Ringwald. There's no way she gets Jake Ryan. There's no way she gets Jake ever, ever. You know what? I saw a Netflix movie recently, and I felt the same way. It was this cheesy rom-com, and this girl just... There's no way she would have ended up with that guy. And I kept thinking that. I feel awful saying it, but I'm just going to come out with it. Okay. All right. So I don't we... remember the name. It was that incident. All right. If you could change one, Cody. Uh, Lion King. Both Simba and Scarface should have died. There's symbolism God, to that somehow. What? That's, that's a Disney movie. See, it's, it's, it's deep. It would have... Children would have thought about it. They would have realized that death is natural you and are, it happens. You I'm are joking. dark. Caitlin from Citrus Heights says, Titanic. I need them to at least try to both fit on the door. That's the best answer. And we've also got a poll going on our Facebook page if you want to check in. And basically, it's, what about you? Are you like Cody? Do you like or don't mind weird, sad, incomplete endings? Or are you like like me? I want a good ending or some kind of conclusion that makes sense. All right, a lot of people checked in. What's the poll look like right now? 76% are with me. 24% are with Cody. I'm somewhere in between. And Pat is definitely somewhere in between. Jason, yeah. Jason, who are you with? I totally agree 100% with Cody. Yeah? Movies are way too predictable. The good guy wins all the time. Exactly. Sometimes, though, don't you want, like, the bad guy to get it or for the guy to get the girl? Absolutely not. I actually are, am hoping the bad guy wins for one. That's how world is. Jason, are you single? I am married very happily. Good. Would you like that to have a happy ending? <laughs> you know, my first marriage didn't, so the second one is on its way to a great one. You learn from the second one. It's a practice marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Cody wants to know if you have any friends that are also bleak and hopeless in their outlook on life. <laughs> you know, we're just realistic. High five. That's right, Tom. We need to get out of our princess bubble. <laughs> there you go. Thanks for the call, man. Take care, Thanks Jason. Pat and Tom, New Country 105.1.